Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk with our guy now, Reed Wallach Reed. from Bet Sided. Reed, we got college hoops tonight and we got a whole lot going on. Uh, what are you on? What do you like? Anything else you like for the remainder of the night since we still got tips for the next two hours and 30 minutes, luckily? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks, as always, for having me on. I think I was actually on for the kickoff of college football season, that opening night where there was, like, five random games on. So, um, again, I said that was Christmas for me. This is, like, now we're really in the, like, say goodbye to your family members. Like, this is now bunker up. We got college basketball on. This is where we really – you know, come to play. So, for me, that's opening yeah. day of uh, KBO, Korean Baseball League, is usually oh when God. I say goodbye to my family. I say, all right, babe, I'll see you in uh, March when the Lotte Giants <laughs> win this whole damn thing. What do you? What, so, who are the teams? Actually, before you even get into your plays tonight, what are the teams? Who are you looking forward to watching this year? Of course, we'll start at the top. I mean, your Gonzaga's, Duke, Kentucky, obviously about to tip off. I think both are going to be much better than last year. Both obviously missed the tournament, but. Um, Texas is really the most intriguing team to me mm. from a what what are they this year? Obviously, they're loaded with Chris Beard coming in, but they crush the transfer portal. And they bring in Dylan DeSue from Vanderbilt. They bring in Marcus Carr from Minnesota. They have a host of other talent coming back. Courtney Ramey, Amy, Andrew Jones, um, Trey Mitchell from UMass. I mean, this is a host of talent that might be the most talented roster in the entire country but how is it going to work? How is it going to fit? It might take some time. And, you know, I, I imagine you guys are going to ask about title futures. Texas is a team I'm looking to bet to win the national championship, but not right now. I think they're a little – there's almost too much hype around them right now. I'm waiting for them to come out of the gate a little slow. And then ahead of, like, <laughs> big You're waiting for them to fail, Reed, all these stars. Like, fail yes. a little bit so I yes. get a better price. New coach. Yes. Get, the fence off. <laughs> get the fence off of them a little bit, you know, and then that's when we come in, right around, like, December time. I mean, they play Gonzaga this Saturday. Yeah. And talk about coming in and right into the, you know, pressure cooker. You have to go with a brand-new team, all new characters, and play Gonzaga, who brings back several key contributors and obviously Chet Holmgren. Um, Gonzaga is obviously, you know, the presumptive favorite to win all, but I think Texas has what it takes. Come back in March. I think they're going to be maybe not a number one seed, but they are going to be as dangerous as any team uh, come to tournament. Now, Reed, I know that it's college basketball time, but I saw a tweet of yours and I just, Uh I just have to jump on because me and Quentin and I believe Ryan, I'm flattered. Yeah. Me and Quentin and I believe Ryan all, all agree to various degrees of this, of this point. You tweeted this. Uh, it feels like Anthony Davis has a new injury every single game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, the truth is, I agree. Like, Anthony Davis does feel like he's changing the narrative. I think the headline I saw today is like, Anthony Davis is throwing up, can't keep himself, he's, but he's putting his body on the line for the Lakers. <laughs> Do you, I've gotten a lot of hate for saying that some variation of Anthony Davis is slightly soft or at least, like, doesn't want to play through bumps and bruises. Give me your unvarnished truth on <laughs> Anthony Davis and his his body. Uh, is is he the softest superstar in the NBA in your opinion, or is this are we just judging him incorrectly? I wouldn't say he's soft. It just it feels like every time I watch a Lakers game, he's either on the injury report for you know some sort of ail- like a different ailment each game, and then I watch the game and he's falling. I remember it was a few weeks ago the Spurs game. 
he falls, looks like he blows out his knee, then yep. the next play comes in and they run an alley-oop for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just talking yes. about that. that. Air for that he leaves I'm like, I'm like oh my gosh, Anthony Davis might be out for the season. And then they, exactly. he stays That's in the game I'm and thinking. gets an alley thrown to him to, to possibly win the game. I'm like, what the hell is this? It feels like he's putting like extras the, on these injuries. Exactly. He He's like the boy who cried injury. You yes. know, he, he, he knew, it's like, listen, I imagine he's hurt. He's a big guy. I could only imagine, I hurt myself getting out of bed and brushing my teeth. <laughs> but that being said, you know, it's almost like you need to sit, you got to save some ammo. You know, you got to, you can only have the injuries when they really happen. Again, I'm not saying Anthony Davis is obviously much tougher than me, but that being said, no, but these, this Lakers team, if we want to talk NBA for a second, injury concern has to be there when you're trying to factor in that they're in a very crowded Western conference. Can they stay healthy? Can Anthony Davis stay on the floor? Can LeBron James stay on the floor? Get a little off there in age. You know, so I think that, yeah, Anthony Davis, you got to save, you got to save your ammo up for when you're really hurt. Uh, Reed, I, I played a future today. I'm a huge okay. Memphis fan. I love Imani Bates. I love Memphis to win the AC. Can you tell me that I'm crazy or show me some love and support as to why this Memphis team is as good as advertised and it should be a sleeper to make the final four? Maybe might have played something on that too. No, I, I, the second uh, Amani committed, I jumped on like a sale Memphis future, just like for the upside. I, this is another team that I kind of got to see it first. I'm not sold on Penny Hardaway as a coach. He made oh, a really, on, really good. Got Larry he, he Brown really, and Rasheed Wallace, though. I know. I'm not Rasheed sold. Again, I got to see the pieces come together. Um, but, uh, yes, the upside is there, and they should run through the AAC. No issues with that. I think that they are going to be, if not number one seed, the number two seed. They'll be probably the, um, you know, outside of those power conferences, they'll be probably the number one rated seed there. They should maybe lose one or two games this entire regular season. In terms of Final Four National Championship, again, I have to see this collection of talent with the coach play. What they do have going for them, though, is they have several veteran guards, which that's how you win in March. They have Alex Lomax back. They have Landers Nod, the transfer guard. They have Lester Cronus back. I mean, this is a good blend of veterans and youth together. So, yeah, I'm really bullish on Memphis. Do I think they're as good as maybe Gonzaga and Texas? I'm not sure. I got to see it. But getting in on them now – no problem because, again, their price is going nowhere but up. Would you sprinkle anything on uh, a Mighty Bates to win the Larry O'Brien? Uh, I said the Larry O'Brien, the wooden. wooden. Excuse me. The Larry no, O'Brien. No, I, I know. I know. I, 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 that's for everybody <laughs> legendary. I'm sorry. I, I, I got what you were saying. I wouldn't. I think Amani, it might take a little bit for him to get used to the college game. Yeah. I'm, I, I think it might take a little bit. In terms of who's to win uh, the Wooden Award, yes. it's wide open this year. Keep an eye on Paolo Banchero, who's playing yes. for the yes. in yes. one an hour. Keep an eye on him. I don't know if he's going to win it, but that that kid should play basketball for sure. <laughs> that kid is a baller for sure. Who's the, who's the better pro, though, him or uh, Chet Holmgren? Chet has a way to go. Uh, I mean, Chet has, like, that unique – like, I feel like Banchero, again – We've only seen him play in high school in AAU, so you got this is going to be some you know tangible tape to me. But you could kind of get lost with him in terms of just like the great wings. Where Holmgren, he could enter the league and transform a team or transform a game in terms of like he's so unique in terms of his size, how he could shoot, how he can move. So I lean Holmgren right now, but again, that is do not hold me to that whatsoever. Bonchero has the second best odds right now to win the Wooden seven to one here at BetMGM. Also, Chet nine to one. He's the fourth best. 
And then I'm looking down here. Monty's 20 to one. He's way down the list. Any other like value plays that you have? I'm not laying plus 600 for freaking Timmy uh, as the favorite. I'm sorry. No, well, no cause he has no. a teammate that might end up winning it too. You got to yeah, look yeah. at, you know, that's true. Hope not. Um, two guys I like in this market, both from the big 10, um, Hunter Dickinson. I don't know which odds you're looking at, but Michigan, I'm really high on. Eight to I one, just, yep. I la- yeah, I, he's a little chalky, but I think Michigan's real good this year. They bring back a lot of talent, but Dickinson was a monster last year as a freshman. I think he's only getting better. And Michigan, to me, is a team that is just well-rounded. They got a great transfer from Devontae Jones from Coastal Carolina, the second-best recruiting class in the country. And they bring back Eli Brooks, their lead point guard, again, with Dickinson. So I really like Michigan. And then Jaden Ivey, he's going to be someone who yeah. shoots off um, mock drafts this year. Everyone's going to be talking about him. Mm-hmm. I'm not as high as on Purdue come March because I never bet on Matt Painter in March. That's just wow. something I will never get myself to do. But that being said, Jaden Ivey's real good. I'm, the only thing I'm concerned about with him is if he gets lost in the shuffle with the rest of his teammates. Travion yeah. Williams is really good. And Zach Eady, the seven, I believe he's seven three, seven four, monster for Purdue. So Ivy, someone I think could really stand out, but he might get lost in the shuffle with his whole team. Reed, Reed, what are your thoughts on UCLA this season? Because they bring back everybody in. They pick up Miles Johnston from uh, Rutgers. He was in the transfer portal, so they add him. But, you know, are they the team that we're all hyping up after what we saw the run in the NCAA tournament and they let us down like usual? Or do you actually buy into UCLA this year? It's so funny you ask, Ryan, because I think my biggest stand going into the year is that I think UCLA is overrated. Think so. like they're, they're good. 12 to one they're to win good. the national championship right now. Yeah. I would not, I would not go near that number. I, I would not. I actually, the only future I have bet in college basketball this year is Oregon to win the Let's national go! title. Wow. Let's go. Reed. <laughs> I, got, I got, I got like 45 to one. This is, I took this back in like June, May, even when they first came out, I took Oregon because I think UCLA is overrated. I think they're depressing this number. Yes, they bring back the same Final Four team. But don't forget, that team probably should have lost in the first four to Michigan State. I had UCLA in that game. I was thankful that I got off to a hot start in the tournament with that win. But that being said, UCLA is a good team. They are not the number two team in the country. Maybe they make another run in March, but I would not take 12-1. to 1. I actually would much rather take Oregon at triple the odds, given the talent they have. And I could you know, talk a little bit about Oregon if you guys want, but I think Oregon – is much more of a valuable bet right now heading into the season instead of UCLA. I'd wait on UCLA for sure. Reed, who is your sleeper team that people aren't giving enough shine that's not a part of, like, the Blue Blood programs? You know, I mean, UCLA – or not UCLA, Oregon is kind of my sleeper team going into this year. I know they're one of the you know, major conferences, but the other team I want to harp on from a mid-major perspective is Nevada. Um, wow. I have, couldn't tell you what their odds are because I haven't looked that far. I don't think they're a national title threat. I just think this is a team I'm looking to play early and often this year. Um, they have Grant Sherfield. Um, it was, it's his second year with Nevada. Steve Alford's a fantastic coach, but he comes from Wichita, Grant Sherfield. Jitterbug point guard could score at will. I mean, this guy is a bucket for sure. He plays nearly the entire game. I love this Nevada team heading into the year. And everyone's going to be talking about Colorado State, how they bring everyone back, Nico Medvedev. Everyone thinks he's like the next coach and waiting for a high major job. Nevada's actually the team out of the Mountain West. I really like heading to this year. They finished the year really strong with wins over Boise State. I think they hit the ground running this year, and they're in line. If they don't win the Mountain West, they are an out at-large team that gets in as a mid-major. 
Reed, we got literally 60 seconds. I have my fingers on the keyboard. I need to know your favorite plays from maybe later tonight or this weekend or anything that you love in college basketball for the people, Reed, for the people. I'll give one late night play tonight. Again, it's early, so I'm not saying this is a, you know, clear, clear cut lock, but I like you, Cal Bakersfield playing the same overrated UCLA team, catching 23 and a half. UCLA at home, that's sure, but they play Villanova on Friday night. They play Villanova on Friday night. They might be looking ahead. Uh, both teams, veteran teams, so you can kind of look back to last year to see how they played. Both outside the top 300 and adjusted tempo on Kempom. Uh, Cal Bakersfield, top three in offensive rebounding rate. I think they could stay in this big number. But, again, it's early. That's just a uh, late night to gem play for me. Well, Reed, as soon as you said that, I immediately took my fingers off the keyboard because we are a UCLA show tonight, and we all have UCLA tonight. Oh, God. So, um, oh, I, you, oh, man. I'm sorry. Right, at least one of us are happy. Reed, good news. IUPUI is within the number right now. They're 26-point dogs, and uh, it's 40-31 to 31 with seven minutes to go. Anyway, I, I don't need, cover. I need those vibes for me. Yeah. <laughs> And go Buck now. Look go at Buck now. IUPUI. Buck Thanks so much now. for joining Let's us, go. man. Enjoy the games tonight. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk again soon. See you, Reed. See you, Reed. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Reed Wallach. He joined us on the Roman Guest Line. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.